Heavenly Father, I pray in Jesus' name that you'll move on this listener right now in your gentle, loving, powerful, and merciful way as they listen to this message from All Nations Church in Tallahassee. Amen. Thank you for being here on Christmas Sunday. It's a unique opportunity we have every few years to actually come on the day we recognize as the birthday of Jesus Christ and be able to worship Him. So thank you for taking time out of your schedules and coming to worship with us today. May God bless you for your faithfulness. Remind you there is no service, no service on Wednesday night. So we will be back to our regular schedule next Sunday morning. We thank you for that very, very much. This morning, I want to talk to you for just a few minutes about what we can expect through this season and what happened because Jesus came in the form of a man. Yvonne's in Maryland today. She wants to greet you and tell you she loves you. I'm so glad you came to church this morning, and uh, we love her and miss her as well. We need to understand that so often people tell us this season is to be merry, it's to be jolly, it's fun-filled. A season of happiness to so many. And it should also be a season of peace. Because that really was the message of the angels to the entirety of the earth and all mankind. The coming of Jesus Christ would be a coming of peace on earth. To those with whom God is pleased is what the scripture actually says. But so often rather than being a time of peace, this season feels like a time of messy, tangled up lights that we just can't get together and can't get them sorted out. My wife loves Christmas. If you know her, you know that's true. Our house looks like a Christmas wonderland because she unpacks all that stuff and puts it up. At one time, she had 37 boxes of Christmas stuff in the attic, in the attic, but I prayed for her. That addiction is being broken. She's down to 16 boxes. And she's going to laugh and she's going to get me for that later, but that's okay. She loves Christmas. And you know, I love Christmas as well, but I hate decorating. I hate putting up lights and Christmas trees. I despise it with all that is within me. And invariably, she gives me a string of lights that need to be untangled, plugged in, make sure they work, find the one that doesn't work. That's the kind of work I do not like to do. I want to get my side cutters out and just start cutting them into little bitty pieces. I'm absolutely convinced that the devil dreamed up Christmas lights and he sold them to us on the basis of you can reuse them every year, just roll them up. How many of you know that doesn't work? They tangle up no matter how careful you do it. I've tried to roll them up like a lasso so that they'll be perfect the next year. But every time I take them apart, it's like a nightmare. So many of us feel that way, don't we? Rather than a time of peace, it becomes a time of frustration, or for some, it becomes a time of loneliness or depression or irritability. For some walking through the season, they're walking through a period of loss. Maybe they've lost a spouse or a son or a daughter. Maybe a divorce has wrecked their home and their family. Maybe a relationship has gone bad or they've lost a job. It's a time of loss. It's not a time of peace for them. But each one of us need to understand, regardless of our circumstance and situation, it can be a time of peace if we open our hearts and receive the Prince of Peace. 
if we open our hearts and receive the message of the angels, others love Christmas just like my wife, but they worry about the busyness, about family conflicts, about unmet expectations and how they're going to react in certain situations. Listen to this, write it down, remember it. It's a truth that will change your life. We can choose to get bogged down with stress at Christmas, or we can choose to bow down in worship. And when we choose to bow down in worship, things come back into perspective. The business, the struggles, the frustrations, the worry, the loneliness, the depression flees when we begin to worship the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Last night at our Christmas Eve service, I mentioned that without the cradle, we would never have a Savior on the cross. If he hadn't been born in a manger, we wouldn't know him as that conquering king today. Jesus came to humble beginnings. He came the way the poorest of the poor come. I remember when one of my older sisters was in college, I was probably 12 or 13. She brought home with her some of the girls that she went to school with, and they were all from, remember this is western Oklahoma, so I'm going to say it, they were all from back east. They're a bunch of Yankees, you know? Never been on a farm, didn't know anything about it. At that time, we were still milking cows by hand. And the first time they walked into that barn, and they saw those cows with their heads in a stanchion, a trough in front of them eating grain while we milked them, it blew them away. They said, you mean that's like where Jesus came? Yeah, he came in a feed trough, in a barn. He didn't come to the rich and famous, he came to the poor and overlooked. He came to the poorest of the poor. Look with me at Luke chapter 2, verses 13 and 14. It'll be on the screen. I'm reading from the New International, the New Living Translation, pardon me. Suddenly the angel was joined by a vast host of others, the armies of heaven praising God and saying, glory to God in the highest heaven, peace on earth, peace on earth, peace on earth. That means peace in your heart. Peace in your home, peace in your circumstances, peace on earth to those with whom God is pleased. It's not the only place in the Bible that's recorded that God instructed the angels to worship Jesus. Matter of fact, Hebrews 1.6 says, And when he brought his supreme son into the world, God said, Let all of God's angels worship him. And then again in Revelation chapter 5, verses 11 and 12, then I looked again and I heard the voices of thousands and millions of angels around the throne and of the living beings and the elders. And they sang in a mighty chorus, worthy is the lamb who was slaughtered to receive power and riches and wisdom and strength and honor and glory and blessing. Can you just say worthy is the lamb that was slaughtered? Worthy is the lamb. See, when we read the scriptures, we recognize the angels serve as a model of worship for you and I. They bow down before Jesus. They shout with incredible joy. They sing songs of praise to him. And it's through worship, the angels spread the news of God's glory. That's what we just read in Luke chapter 2. Angels intentionally and deliberately spend time praising God. So when we use the phrase, keep Christ in Christmas, it's really not a cliche, but rather it's an intentional act of worship. We're saying, I am going to worship the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords 
Tom, would you come back, please? Worship fills our heart. And when it does, we focus on what's important. We focus on our Savior, Jesus Christ. We focused on the greatest gift that's ever been given to humanity in all of time. That's the gift of the Savior. Worship turns our attention to giving thanks to Jesus for all that he has done rather than letting stress strip us of the true meaning of Christmas. And you know, when we begin to worship him, it might mean that we even join the song of heaven's angels. It might be that we begin to sing and praise him and maybe you're like me and you can't carry a tune in a bucket, but there's something in your heart that says, I've got to sing praise to the most high God. I've got to worship him. I've got to magnify him. See, for when our hearts are at peace, the holidays are as well. So we can make a choice. We can choose to get bogged down with stress or we can choose to bow down in worship. Today, I intentionally choose to worship Him. I choose peace. I choose joy. I choose the fullness of His presence. Because when I do, it helps me to stay focused on Him and what this season is really all about. Stand with me today, please. It very well could be that you're in the room or you're online with us this morning and you've never accepted Christ as your Lord and Savior. You've never asked him to come into your heart and to transform your life and to forgive your sins. That may be you here this morning. I want to pray for you and I want to pray with you. And listen, if you will pray in faith to him, Romans tells us, if we believe in our heart on the Lord Jesus Christ and confess with our mouth that God has raised him from the dead, we shall be saved. For with the heart, man believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth, confession is made unto salvation. So if you'll simply ask him to forgive you, to come into your life, to transform you right where you stand, he will do that work if you do that in faith, believing that he is the Savior of the world. Would you bow your heads for a minute? Let me pray for you. And as I pray for you, if you need to accept him, ask him to forgive you right now, to come into your heart, to change your life, to be your Lord and Savior. And then after the service, when we're out on Main Street and you're leaving, I'm saying goodbye to you and Merry Christmas. Would you just stop and tell me, today, I ask Jesus to be my Lord and Savior. Today, I ask him to come into my life. Father, right now, I pray for your people, for your church. I pray for every person who's in this room, for those listening and watching online as well. I pray that the grace, the mercy, and the peace of God would flood and fill every heart and every life. I pray that you touch every man, woman, child, student in this room today, online today. Let them feel and experience the peace that comes through Jesus Christ. Resolve conflicts right now and let peace begin to flow. I pray for those who are walking through this Christmas without a loved one. Maybe death has taken them away. Maybe divorce has separated that family. I pray for those spouses who are struggling through this time, for those children who are trying to make sense of what's happened in their lives. Touch them, help them, heal them, and bring peace into their lives today, we pray. And Lord, I pray for everyone 
who has simply said today, I believe on Jesus Christ and I've asked him to forgive me of my sins and come into my life. Touch them today. Encourage them and strengthen them. Come on, let's worship him. Let's bow down in worship and we'll find the peace of Christ at Christmas. Sing it, Tom. You made it to the end of the message and now what? Is God leading you to make a change? Are you needing a good church home where you can grow and help others grow as you fulfill your part in the body of Christ? Then we invite you to join us at All Nations Church on Sharer Road in Tallahassee, a multicultural church founded on the truth of God's Word and the power of the Holy Spirit. Our Sunday morning service is at 10.30 and Wednesday night service at 7, plus youth group and kid power and small groups and more. For more information, visit our website, allnationstallahassee.com.